Many people in our community have moved to Capitol Hill for their work. We spend most of our waking hours working. And yet our feelings about work can be complicated, even more so by this pandemic, which has turned work patterns and work expectations on their head. On these Sundays after Epiphany, our gospel stories have featured epiphanies or aha moments in Jesus' life. His baptism, his first sermon, his first miracle. In this morning's gospel, Jesus addresses three fishermen, Peter, James, and John, and calls them to a new type of work that he refers to as catching people. The aha moment is that God is not only present during big events, baptisms, sermons, miracles, but that God also meets us in the ordinariness of our work and then calls upon us to deepen what we bring of ourselves to that work. You do not have to wear a black shirt and a white collar for your work to be holy. Your work is sacred because it is a reflection of you, and you are a reflection of God. And so no matter what it is that you spend your days doing, whether that's taking care of your children, coordinating projects, writing the laws of this country, your work can be an avenue of connection between you and God. It can also be an expression of your true self and a tool for helping other people discover their true selves. When I was a freshman at Millsaps College in Jackson, Mississippi, I stumbled into a course that made such an impact upon me, I circled back around and helped teach it as a senior. The meaning of work introduced me to three people who changed my life. Now, the first and most important of those people was my wife, Tate. We met in this class. I realized early on that she is much, much smarter than I am. The second person was Frederick Beekner, a Presbyterian minister who inspired me to think about calling in a different way. In his book, Wishful Thinking, Beekner writes, Vocation comes from the Latin vocare, to call, and means the work one is called to by God. In life, there are all different kinds of voices calling you to all different kinds of work, and the problem in life is to find out which is the voice of God rather than of society or the superego or your self-interest. By and large, Beekner says, a good rule for finding out your calling is this. The kind of work that God usually calls you to is the kind of work that A, you most need to do, and B, the world most needs to have done. If you really get a kick out of your work, you've presumably met requirement A. But if your work is writing TV deodorant commercials the chances are you've missed requirement B. On the other hand, if your work is being a doctor in a leper colony, you've probably met requirement B. But if most of the time you are bored or depressed by being a doctor in a leper colony, 
the chances are you've not only bypassed A, but you're probably not helping your patients much either. He concludes, the place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. Following our deep gladness and searching for the world's deep hunger sounds ideal. But my experience is that it can be quite scary because of the way it pushes us out of our comfort zone. In this morning's gospel, Jesus tells Peter to stretch beyond what he's comfortable doing and throw his net into deeper water. The shallow water feels safe. There is no risk there, but neither are there any fish. When Peter stretches in this new direction, he finds what he's been searching for. Jesus continues with what some scholars argue is the most utilized phrase in the entire Bible, do not be afraid. It is unnerving and uncertain to step outside of what we know. That's why we need one another's encouragement to get there. Jesus then tells Peter, James, and John that from now on, they will be catching people. In other Gospels, he says, follow me, and I will help you fish for people. The concept of fishing for people is connected to the Old Testament book of Jeremiah, where God promises to deliver God's people from exile and bring them back home. God is helped in this process by those who quote-unquote fish for people. Now, I'm aware that fishing for people is commonly understood today as being about evangelism or spreading Christianity, but this connection to Jeremiah helps me hear these words in a different way. Jesus is calling his new followers to help people find their way back home, to help people find their souls, their center, their true selves that place within them that their deep gladness meets the world's deep hunger. The third person who changed my life through the meaning of work was Parker Palmer, a Quaker author and teacher who taught me to ask my life questions. In his book, Listen to Your Life, Palmer asks, Is the life I'm living the same life that wants to live in me? He continues, vocation does not mean a goal that I pursue. It means a calling that I hear. Before I can tell my life what I want to do with it, I must listen to my life telling me who I am. I must listen for the truths and values at the heart of my identity Not the standards by which I must live, but the standards by which I cannot help but live if I am living my own life. God speaks to us through the ordinariness of our lives. Even during the challenges of this pandemic, God speaks to us. Even through our work, whatever our work is, God speaks to us. 
When we slow down enough and quiet down enough to listen, we hear God asking, is the life we are living the same life that wants to live in us? Jesus called these fishermen to move from simply doing their work, i.e. fishing, to understanding that their work can be an avenue of connection between them and God, an expression of their inner truth and a tool for helping others find their home, their soul, their center. As people who follow Jesus today, we're called to the same. This journey will stretch us beyond our comfort zone, which is why we need one another's encouragement to get there. But it will ultimately lead us to work that we need to do, as well as work that needs to be done. God is calling us to the place where our deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. In the name of God, amen.